0: This is All India Radio. In the weekly program Current Affairs, we now bring you a discussion on the historic moon mission of India Chandrayaan 2. The participants are Pallav Bagla, Science Editor and Jai Singh, AIR Correspondent. Mr. Bagla, it is going to be a very historic moment for India early morning tomorrow as the Chandrayaan 2 is all geared up to set its foot on the lunar South Pole. As the senior correspondent following upon almost all the important missions of ISRO, please tell us about the important aspects of the landing operation including the 15 minute powered descent early morning tomorrow. India's
1: second mission to the moon, chandrayaan 2, is reaching a defining moment in its long journey which started from Shiharikota. Little after midnight, The Vikram lander, which was part of the composite body of Chandrayaan, would go on and descend towards the south pole of the moon. The Vikram lander at 1.40 am will start its journey down to the moon, and by 1.55 am the landing or the soft landing should happen. And this is Those 15 minutes of terror, which Dr. K. Sivan, the chairman of the Indian Space Research Organization, has repeatedly spoken about. And why are these called 15 minutes of terror? Because at this time, the lander is controlling itself. Nobody has any control either from Bangalore or from Bayalalu. So at that time, it has to perform autonomously. Hence, these are called 15 minutes of terror. And this is a very rapid descent onto the Moon
0: surface. As you said, during the landing process, there are several autonomous features involved in the journey of the lander, Vikram. Please elaborate on that. What led to those autonomous uh, you know, pilot mode descending of the lander? See, the
1: lander has to function autonomously. Essentially, computers on board the lander would control its own movement, and that is because, in that very quick duration, it is impossible or almost very difficult for the ground control to send messages up and down from Bayalalu to the Vikram lander to correct its path. So what has been done is a particular area has been chosen where ISRO wants to land or place the Vikram lander and that scene matching would be done by the Vikram lander itself and hence it is called autonomous landing. And this is why this is a very tricky operation because all of this has to be controlled by the computers on board the Vikram lander itself. Prime Minister is going to be watching the event, I shall be watching the event, almost a billion Indians would be watching this event, 16,500 scientists from ISRO would be watching this event, but in those 15 minutes none of us can do anything once the Vikram lander starts its descent. All can only sit back and watch, which is why those 15 minutes would be very anxious till touchdown and the pads tell that yes, Vikram has landed on the moon surface.
0: Please tell us more about the different groundwork done by the ISRO for the mission Chandrayaan 2's culmination tomorrow.
1: See, there are several things which have to happen. Chandrayaan 2, when it was launched from Shehari Kota, which is India's rocket port, went into an earth orbit then into a moon orbit and today for this landing operation it is a very critical stage. There is a very large ground control station a little outside Bangalore called Bayalalu. There all the commands are sent up to the Vikram lander and to the orbiter. It is these commands which are sent up and programmed into the Vikram lander which could come into play. So scientists have worked for a long time to make sure that all the permutations and combinations of this particular operation are well simulated on the ground before it reaches the Vikram lander. So immense amount of work, I would say years of work has gone both in Bangalore at the satellite center, at the space application center in Ahmedabad and in other laboratories of ISRO before those 15 minutes where the Vikram lander would go down to land is started. And all of that work has already been done. So, a lot of groundwork has gone in trying to make sure that the Chandrayaan 2 succeeds in its operation.
0: Various modules, software and hardware of Chandrayaan 2 have been developed indigenously. It is a matter of pride. Please come and run it.
1: Certainly, Chandrayaan 2, like Prime Minister Narendra Modi has said, is Indian in spirit and make in India and made in India. It is a mission which took almost 10 years in the making by the Indian Space Research Organization. Today the orbiter, the lander and the rover, all the software, all the machinery which has gone in, even the rocket geosynchronous satellite launch vehicle Mark III which I sometimes call the Bahubali rocket was also indigenous so it's completely indian in spirit mission and this mission has completely the well wishes of india behind it
0: some 11 years back we had the chandrayaan 1 mission that led to the confirmation of the presence of water on the lunar surface now we are reaching the moon with chandrayaan 2 the second lunar expedition how is chandrayaan 2 different from its predecessor chandrayaan 1
1: See, Chandrayaan-1 was India's maiden mission to the moon, went into orbit in 2008. Chandrayaan-1 was orbiting mission. Chandrayaan-2 is a three-in-one mission, and this mission, they have an orbiter. In addition, there is a lander called Vikram, and a rover which goes on to the moon surface called Pragyan. So, it is a far more advanced version of Chandrayaan-1, but the science Chandrayaan 2 does is really a carry forward from Chandrayaan 1. So it is essentially a take-off point. Chandrayaan 2 is a take-off from Chandrayaan 1, but a much more sophisticated version of it.
0: The project Chandrayaan 2 has been approved more than 10 years ago, but coming to the fruition only now. There must have been several hurdles on the way that could have led to the delay. What are they?
1: Chandrayaan 2 was cleared in 2008. But very soon after, in 2010, there were two back-to-back failures of the geosynchronous satellite launch vehicle, Mark II, the predecessor for what is Bahubali rocket. Because there was a setback, there was no rocket launcher available to send Chandrayaan II into orbit. And a little after that, there was a collaboration which was happening between the Russians and Indians, where the landing component was to come from the Russians. But there was a failure of what is called the Phobos grunt mission and as a consequence the Russian lander was ruled out. So Indians had to develop the landing operation and the lander equipment on their own. And obviously to make a lander is not easy which is why it has taken so many years. Uh, There have been other small slippages in between but the large reason was the failure of the Mark II rocket and the non-availability of the Russian lander. Subsequently, like everything, there is a blessing in disguise. Now India has an orbiter, a lander, and a rover, which is all made in India. So it's a scientific mission. Delays really don't matter. It should have happened earlier. I would have been personally very happy after Chandrayaan 1, Chandrayaan 2 came in a few years. It is 11 years late but it is never too late to do a scientific mission
0: it is really a matter of proud that we could develop our own crucial systems because of those delays right since july 22 the date of its launch chandrayaan 2 has crossed several interesting stages in its journey the earth bound orbiting the lunar orbiting different kinds of maneuvers and so on what are these days?
1: first and foremost on july 15th when the launch was to happen It was stopped 56 minutes before liftoff. That was the first important thing which happened, which led to a delay of a week. But the launch itself happened on July 22nd, and after that, Chandrayaan 2 was put in an earthbound orbit, and because India does not have a very heavy-duty launcher, which can send Chandrayaan 2, which is almost 3.8 tons, directly onto a path to the moon, India took an option of slowly increasing its orbit in the Earth-bound maneuvers and then subsequently it was shot on on August 14th, day before India's independence on its long journey to the moon, 3.8 lakh kilometer journey and then subsequently the most tricky operation before this lunar landing was the lunar capture where Chandrayaan-2 composite body was to be captured by the moon and the moon's gravity was to take it in its embrace. Had that not happened, Chandrayaan-2 would have failed and gone into deep space. Till now, all the maneuvers and operations done by ISRO have gone precisely and in a textbook fashion like ISRO has wanted. After the lunar capture, there were several operations which the Indian Space Research Organization did when chandrayaan 2 first as a composite body where the lander and the orbiter were together were done in the moon orbit then a command was given and the lander and the orbiter were asked to separate from each other that was our tricky operation and then the operations for lowering the lander which is the vikram lander into an orbit closer to the moon surface have taken place today the Vikram lander is orbiting as close as 35 kilometers to the moon surface and it is from there that it will start its descent towards the surface of the moon. So there were many critical operations but all critical operations have gone on like precision at clockwork timing and with accuracy. So today Chandrayaan-2 has behaved itself beautifully all because There were so many scientists from India who did extremely good and high-quality hard work behind it.
0: When we come to the lunar capture, we have had Mars capture as well for the Mangalyaan. Are they similar, this capturing insertion of the satellites into the orbits of the moon and the Mars? Essentially,
1: when satellite is sent out from Earth to another planetary body, and if that planetary body has some gravity, then the capture operation is roughly the same. Mars and Moon both have gravity. So essentially the capture operation was similar, but for Mars, since the orbiter was almost 200 million kilometers away, the time before we got news that the capture has happened was a very terrifying time that was almost close to 12 minutes more than that after it had been captured that we got and at that time also Prime Minister Narendra Modi was present in the Mission Control Centre of uh, ISRO like today Prime Minister Narendra Modi is again expected to be in the Mission Control Centre when the Vikram Lander goes in for its crucial landing. So the capture operation roughly remains the same but because the gravity is different the algorithms and the computer simulations have to be different and moon is a very different ball game moon does not have an atmosphere it has only an exosphere so capturing on the moon orbit is a very different ball game
0: what is the breakup of the budget for chandrayaan 2 it is considered the most cost effective mission of its kind
1: chandrayaan 2 has cost about a little less than a thousand crores for India and if you compare other missions from other countries they are up to three or four times higher cost than what Chandrayaan-2 has cost. Uh, Chandrayaan-2 remains comparatively a cheap mission so India is opening a new chapter for exploring the moon at low cost and at low budget but still doing quality science because the global scientific community is eyeing Chandrayaan-2 very closely because high quality data is expected out of it.
0: Please also elaborate about the different kinds of payloads on board the orbiter, lander and the rover. Also about the mission life of the three constituents of the composite Chandrayaan-2. 2. Chandrayaan-2
1: 2 has several scientific components. Uh, there are 12 scientific instruments all made by Indian scientists doing work for Indian scientists on board. Uh, There are half a dozen instruments on the orbiter. There are three instruments on the lander, three on the rover Pragyan. If you look at the orbiter, the orbiter has a very special camera which can image the moon at a very high resolution. It also carries what is called a dual-band synthetic aperture radar, a radar which will mask the presence of water on the moon, and a radar like that has never been carried to the moon by any country. So India is really cutting new ground by sending a dual-band radar on the orbiter. The orbiter will also sniff the thin atmosphere or the exosphere of the moon. The lander, when it goes into land, It will measure the surface temperature of the moon by digging a probe inside. It will also look for moonquakes. On earth we have earthquakes, but are there moonquakes on moon? There is no confirmation. So Vikram Lander will look for moonquakes, and also it carries a small instrument, American instrument, a passive instrument, to measure the distance between where the Vikram Lander has landed and from where a laser is shot by NASA. The Pragyan rover is also a six-wheel device which is powered a little bit by artificial intelligence and in these six wheels it carries three scientific instruments which includes analyzing the lunar dust, it also has instruments for imaging, and both the Vikram lander and the rover carry cameras, so very soon after landing if it's successful, we should get the first selfies, Indian selfies, from the lunar surface with the Pragyan rover sending a selfie of the Vikram and a Vikram sending a selfie of Pragyan and both saying, hello India, we are safe and India has soft landed on the
0: moon. The lunar surface is a very tracerous terrain in a way. It is getting bombarded continuously by the ionizing radiation of the sun as there is no natural filter protecting the moon, unlike our Earth. The dust is also a challenge. So what are the challenges and what are the precautions the ISRO has taken to overcome the difficulties?
1: The moon surface is a treacherous place. You are absolutely right in saying that. The daytime temperature, when the sun is up, goes to over 100 degrees centigrade. When the sun goes down, the temperature goes down to minus 170 degrees centigrade. The temperature variation is very large. The lunar dust is supposed to be very sticky. So all the instruments, if the dust sticks on them, it can spoil the instrumentation on Vikram lander and the rover. So what ISRO has done is, in the final steps of the landing operation, only the central engine will fire so that whatever dust comes up, is thrown up, goes on to the sides. And the rover and the Vikram lander, the ramp opening and the Pragyan rover will come down onto the lunar surface only 3 hours and 50 minutes after landing. So the first operation for start of descent starts at 1.40. At 1.55 a.m. we expect the lander to come down. Only at 4.40 a.m. will the Pragyan rover roll down onto the lunar surface. So all of this delay is to ensure that the lunar dust settles down and does not spoil the instruments on the lander and the rover. So several precautions have been taken by ISRO, but ultimately what happens there, we will have to wait and watch. It is a tricky operation indeed.
0: For the first time, both the project director and the mission director for such an important mission as Chandrayaan 2 are women scientists. How do
1: you see that? Well, it is a very welcome step, but like the chairman of ISRO and several people at ISRO have told me, at ISRO gender makes no difference, whether you are male, you are female or you are transgender, that does not matter. What matters is how intelligent you are and how talented you are. So the scientists who have picked up M. Vanita as the project director and Ritu Kadidal as the mission director were both chosen for their talent is what scientist at ISRO and Dr. Sivan, chairman of ISRO has confirmed to me. There is no difference between men and women. All of them work equally and all of them work long hours. Yes, India should be very proud that both the top leaders for this mission are women and it only shows that in India now women are getting a suitable place in the leadership position also.
0: So it is a really inspiring thing for our Daughters of India to go for such higher aspirations. Now several agencies from across the country have contributed to this space mission Chandrayan 2 Please throw some light on it. Also tell us about the contribution of private entities in the mission.
1: See no mission like this can happen with just the contribution of scientists from ISRO. ISRO comprises of 16 and a half thousand scientists and engineers. There is a lot of participation from the private industry. The rocket geosynchronous satellite launch vehicle Mark 3. More than a hundred industries contribute in the making of that. Even in Chandrayaan 2, several components have been made by the industry. And one industry I have seen closely which has been involved in the electrical work is institution in Trivandrum. There are plenty of industries which are involved throughout. And all Isuro centers sprinkled across India have contributed to the making of Chandrayaan-2, so also other scientific institutions. The main body of Chandrayaan-2 which is the structure of Chandrayaan-2 has come from Hindustan Aeronautics Limited, HAL in Bangalore. It is all put together by the Indian Space Research Organization.
0: When we come to the application side. How are the data and the photos that are going to be sent by the Chandrayaan-2 to be used by different institutions and uh, our students?
1: Well, Chandrayaan-2 carries 12 Indian scientific instruments and one American instrument and each of them has been chosen after a long selection and the data from these instruments will help the world understand the moon better both the moon's uh, surface geology, its exosphere and ultimately where and when and how much is the quantity of water or water ice available on the moon. So Indian scientists would get a first look at the data but global scientists are also looking at Chandrayaan 2 very closely and the American space agency NASA has already said since India is visiting the, near the south pole of the moon, the southernmost point any country has gone and they are targeting to send humans back to moon in 2024 through Artemis mission and that mission they were hopeful and hoping to land near the South Pole. So they are also looking at data from India's Chandrayaan-2 to help them locate a good spot where to put Americans back on the moon.
0: How are the experiences gained in Chandrayaan going to help in the much more ambitious Gaganyaan Manta mission? of 2022.
1: Well, Gaganyan is a very different animal altogether. Uh, Chandrayaan 1, Chandrayaan 2 and Mangalyan were all robotic missions. The moment you put human life into the picture, the margins one needs on space missions is very different. One has to ensure that humans, when they are sent up into space, survive the trip to space and then they are safely brought back. So Chandrayaan 2 will obviously help in many ways in making Gaganyaan a reality, but Gaganyan is a very different ball game. Human life is involved and the risks that one can take in that are much lower. There would be astronauts uh, on board Gaganyan, work on Gaganyan has to be at a very different level compared to a robotic mission. That is why if Chandrayaan 2 has cost 1000 crores, Gaganyan is costing India 10,000 crores because human life is involved and there can be no chances which can be taken.
0: How is the mission going to help promote scientific temper and scientific uh, attitude in the country? Well, it is already
1: promoting. The public in India is very enthused about Chandrayaan too and the presence of Prime Minister Narendra Modi in the Mission Control Centre only adds value to creating more scientific temper and the presence of 60 or 70 children who have been selected through a quiz competition who will be there alongside Prime Minister watching this live landing of India's flag on the lunar surface would help increasing the scientific temper of the country. If you ask me, after the mission is successful, ISRO will get at least 60 to 70 very young ambassadors of ISRO who would be going around India and telling them about their experience of what they saw in the Mission Control Centre. And anybody who goes into the Mission Control Centre of ISRO knows it is a very sophisticated place.
0: The whole nation is waiting with great enthusiasm and curiosity about the landing of Chandrayaan 2's lander Vikram. We spoke to a cross section of people from the length and breadth of the country. Let us hear what some of them prefer to say about the impending historic landing. My name is Chadatha. I am a third year history student. I have been following developments with the Chandrayaan 2 closely for quite a while now. I hope the landing goes off safely. I hope the data the Chandrayaan sends back. To ISRO is something that will be useful and constructive for space research everywhere. I am Dagar Kansana Kamseena Balachivatry. I am living in Trichy district. I am feeling very exciting by knowing this announcement. So I am very lucky to get a chance like this. Tara celebrate करने के लिए आज का दिन जो है moon तौर पर इसको हम celebrate कर रहे हैं। रात को बजे से लेकर बजे तक बहुत सारी हैं public show है Tara खुद हाउस बनाया है। the moon, which is all about the moon mission. Will which will be followed with the discussion. जो director Nehru Planetarium है, वो उस discussion and lead करेंगी और लोगों mission के Do you think moon is a springboard for going further beyond to reach newer frontiers? Certainly,
1: moon happens to be the closest neighbor to Earth and any operation which has to happen in another planet where humans have to go, Moon is being looked on as a springboard for taking missions to other places. So Moon will certainly be a springboard and obviously this Chandrayaan 2 mission opens and paves the way for future habitation to be set up on the Moon. And if you talk of habitation...
0: How do such uh, science missions using space technology Foster international
1: cooperation. All missions foster cooperation. Uh, Take the case of Chandrayaan 2. India is flying an instrument a few grams in weight for the American space agency NASA, and India has not charged a single paisa for it. It is a free ride to the Americans to the moon. So India and America are already cooperating in it. Chandrayaan 1 was an even more sincere cooperation by India. Chandrayaan 1 was where India was leading from the front with an orbiter and there were instruments from NASA, from the European Space Agency, from Bulgaria, all of them accommodated on India's mission at India's cost, sent to the moon free of charge. So it fostered a lot of cooperation and Chandrayaan-1 happened at a point when there was no Indo US civilian nuclear deal, NASA, America had put sanctions and technology denial on India, yet India opened its heart out, remained large hearted, and accommodated American instruments on Chandrayaan 1. After Chandrayaan 1, we saw India and America hosting a whole lot of cooperative measures, which now culminates into a mission called NISAR, which is the NASA India. NASA ISRO Synthetic Aperture Radar which is going to be the world's costliest earth imaging satellite ever to be made at over a billion dollars. So it fosters global cooperation definitely and like uh, India's only astronaut uh, Rakesh Sharma says, if ever we have to go outside earth and colonize some place, we should go as global citizens, as earth citizens, not as Indians, Chinese or Americans, but as citizens of earth. So global cooperation is a very big feature and India fosters that and also nurses, nurses this to a very big extent.
0: Finally Mr. Pallabagala, what are all the benefits of the scientific mission Chandrayaan 2 for the nation in specific and the whole of humanity in general?
1: See one of the immediate benefits of Chandrayaan 2 for India is that it is uniting India into a single entity which is praying for the success of Chandrayaan 2 which is a totally indigenous effort. Everybody is praying for its success. The global community is also praying for its success for the simple reason data from it would help other scientists to look at the moon to come up with more interesting findings on the moon. So it helps unite India, it helps unite the world and it gives course to an unexplored, uncharted area of the moon so one gets to understand earths closest never a little more. All of us have grown up on stories of Chanda Mama and we don't know very much about Chanda Mama even though we see it every day, literally every day of our lives up in the sky. But we don't know much about its geology, about its origins, about the structure and if ever earth, humans have to set up habitation outside earth it would be on the moon. So this would foster possibly an habitation outside earth It would be on the moon. So Chandrayaan 2 is opening many windows and doors both for knowledge and for giving India that glue which binds the diversity of India.
0: So interesting talking to you. So thank you so much. You were listening to a discussion on the historic moon mission of India Chandrayaan 2. The participants were Pallav Bagla, Science Editor and Jai Singh, AIR Correspondent. This program was produced and presented by the News Services Division of All India Radio. You can also listen to this program on our website newsonair.com. You may email your opinion about this program at airnsdtalks at
1: gmail.com.